0: It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. This is me accidentally scratching my own neck. <laughs> Good morning, Facebook. Oh. you. Oh. Missed us? Oh. I'm sorry. It's because we don't know how to use technology. We don't know how to use technology. And I feel like if they want this fancy setup, they're going to have to send that producer here every weekday morning. He's going
1: to have to move in.
0: Poor Kevin. He Kevin, probably where has are a you? He doesn't want to drive out to the country at 6:30 on a weekday. But you know what? We all we all make sacrifices for the greater good of the start today morning show.
1: But Kevin's a gentleman.
0: Guys, it's Tuesday. If you I thought uh, it was Monday
1: for a second. It,
0: it feels like it here in the U.S. because yesterday was Labor Day, so we had the day off. Uh, but if you are in another country, it's just, it's just your Tuesday. But for Tuesday. us Americans, um, we've got a four-day work week. Assuming that you work a typical Monday through Friday situation. I understand that not everybody had it off. Um, I really enjoyed
1: this weekend. Did you? I did.
0: I'm going to be honest. Three days with our kids feels like a day too many sometimes. Sometimes. Well there was. The The
1: thing is we celebrated a birthday twice. We did. So there was that.
0: He got all the love.
1: We did a birthday party at a trampoline park on Saturday with a bunch of 10 and 11 year old human beings. And
0: oh, can we talk about that for a minute?
1: Well, that's why I'm bringing it up so we can talk <laughs> about it. That's what we do on this talk show. I have never
0: been to a trampoline park before. If you're not familiar with that, it's a, imagine a giant, huge room.
1: It's just a bunch of trampolines. With,
0: but not like just like someone threw trampolines into a room. Just imagine the floor is just a bunch of trampolines. I think you got to put your, your, your phone higher and then aim it down because see how the quotes are covering our face. And I... I'm driving over there and I'm feeling very tired because we had done eight miles that morning. We did an eight mile run, which was the first run I had taken since the mountain. It was long, it was hard. So we get there and I say to Dave, I have to go get some espresso. All right, I don't know how other people parent, but in order for me to go into a trampoline park, which is kind of my worst nightmare, I'm gonna need some espresso to get me in the right mood. I need to be filled with the spirit, and in this instance, spirit is triple shot of espresso. Get it. So I drop the kids off, I go get my espresso, I come back.
1: By the way, you drop the kids off, and me, and then I get into what is like one of the circles of hell, which is basically- Agreed. Filling out liability waivers, waiting in a snaking line, hearing the noise from oh. 70 birthday parties happening uh-huh. at the same time, uh-huh. Y'all know that. and trying Y'all to keep know. like this happy, happy mm-hmm. spirit because it is my son's birthday yes. and I want him to feel loved even though I'd like to murder and someone. And I just
0: like quick side note? So Can note we talk it? about, I am positive, I'm positive that there are parents who are so excited to be at the trampoline park?
1: The world needs you. Yeah, they
0: do. Like Thank you I, for I, being my you. example is always my sister-in-law Kirsten. If you've heard, I use her as a reference all the time. And I think that when I'm in the line at the trampoline park, pretending that my heart is happy, happy, making my countenance happy when it is not, I always think of Kirsten, who would be like, had waited all week for the joy of her children at the trampoline park. I'm not that mom, I gotta fake it. Yeah. I don't believe in fake it till you make it unless you're at your kid's birthday Trampoline party. park. Fake it. So I get my espresso shots, I come back, the espresso, it starts to move in me, right? Like the Holy Spirit, you know, it's moving around. And I decide that I gotta show off what I can do. <laughs> And if right now you're like, oh, Rachel, I didn't know that you had latent acrobatic tendencies. Negative. Tucked down deep. In- I don't. No. No. Was I a cheerleader? No. no. Was I a gymnast? Absolutely no. not. Did I grow up with the trampoline? No. Negative ghostwriter. The pattern is full. I just thought my kids are here I want to bring some life and some energy. I want my 11 year old to remember that mommy showed out at the birthday party. Right? So
1: <laughs> you made it four jumps.
0: You guys, I li- I jumps. get on the trampoline. I was very confused about the space in between the trampolines. Those Every- are
1: not trampolines. They're not.
0: So you're like bouncy, bouncy, solid ground. <laughs> I wasn't ready. And I am telling you, that I ate it so hard. I hadn't even been on it for five minutes. I flew face first into the tramp. My my legs went up like a scorpion's back. They went up over, they, they flipped oh. up over the back of me. Dave didn't see, he was trying, he was on his phone. Scraped the skin off my elbow. Is your elbow okay? My kids were all like, no! Did Okay, as if that wasn't enough. Then there was a long trampoline where like fancy gymnastic kind of kids were doing flips like a twirls. full Like
1: floor routine trampoline.
0: Exactly right. And our 11-year-old's like, mommy, mommy, let me show you my tricks. So he goes over and he does some cool tricks on the thing. And then I'm like, here I go. Let me show you because back in the day, we used to have round off and cartwheel, you know, things in the front yard. You went and found the neighbor with the good grass. Anyone know what I'm talking about? Our family didn't have good grass.
1: The neighbor who watered their lawn. Yeah, the
0: old people. <laughs> literally, Joe and Pauline. The fact that that name just oh. popped out of my head is amazing. Joe and Pauline. Joe and Pauline. They never
1: followed the water advisory. Exactly
0: right. They were the only people in the neighborhood they who water watered They water on their Thursday lawn. and
1: Tuesday. They don't care. <laughs>
0: exactly. And that's where the kids went to practice our cartwheels because you could do it barefoot and the grass it didn't hurt you. Sure. So I try and channel Joe and Pauline's front lawn. And I go to do... <laughs> Uh, just, you're,
1: and you're not nine anymore? Just a
0: cartwheel, you guys. Just a cartwheel. And I am telling you that I threw my hip out of joint in at least six places. And I, I hobbled for the rest of the weekend. Is
1: this what it's like to hear me complain about the gym? I've heard about this hip for like every minute of the last four days.
0: At least my pain is real pain and not whining over what happened when I did a bicep curl.
1: If you can't say anything nice, you know what I'm saying?
0: It's the morning show show that that no one knows and no
1: one is talking about. I said no one is talking about. about. But if they they did, (laughs) they'd probably say it's that's the best way to start, start your, your day, day with Rach, Rach and Dave. <laughs>
0: Dave forgot his computer so we had to sing we had to sing the morning show theme song everybody. <sighs> that's
1: pretty much on brand with how we're feeling this morning. I
0: agree. Um since we are in the mood for for saying Why the do you thing, think
1: you're so grumpy today?
0: Do you want to know the truth?
1: I do want to know the truth. Why are you so grumpy well, today? I don't feel These like... people deserve an explanation.
0: This is not a very exciting explanation. Well, make one up. Something happens to me. I don't know if it's an allergy. I don't I don't know. This is more information than anyone wanted, but when something happens and Dave knows this like I don't know what causes it, but I get Sores all over the inside of my mouth. Ah,
1: geez, it's a real thing.
0: It's a real thing. And it's super painful, and the entire left side of my mouth right now is filled with sores and swollen, and it hurts super bad.
1: I thought you were just gonna be grouchy for grouchy's sake. Now you're bringing up a real thing. I don't want people to feel sad for you. It's
0: a real thing. No, I just want you to be a grouch. Look how. Like in my energy. I can
1: still feel am, the negative energy. Look,
0: my face is swollen. I'm I am getting admiring. burned on this side of my face. I took the boys to oh. school and we were singing and we were talking about positivity and what they were going to embrace today. Because it doesn't matter how you feel. It matters how you act. And I am trying to overcome what's going on in my mouth. You've and, been
1: taking your lysine?
0: Oh, lysine's a good that idea. That was the
1: thing that you took thank last you. time.
0: Well, I usually do that for, thank you, that's a good idea. I take I lysine started. twice B12 a day. Deficient. You know
1: why? They'll so want to my want to
0: get them from stress. I don't know. Um, I don't. It, you know what it is? Is like
1: acidic fruits and red pasta sauce. You had. You had meatballs yesterday. You had meatballs yesterday. I think
0: it's a combo of like not stress because of life, but because we did two really hard workouts in a row, and I did have the red sauce. I did. Meatballs were all I had. I had to have protein. I was trying to eat well. I was trying to be. I I just want to make sure
1: that they know that you had meatballs yesterday. Yes.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I love that people immediately go to like the worst. Like, you're dying. You're dying.
1: I mean, everyone's dying. Can I just break it to you? We're all dying. So you better start living like Andy Dufresne was told. (laughs) Come on.
0: Get busy living or get
1: busy dying? Get busy living or get busy dying? Andy Dufresne. Dufresne.
0: How many miles of.
1: A hundred. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. What was right. the thing that we watched last night?
0: Oh, <laughs> we watched a documentary called <laughs> The Barkley, which oh, is like one gosh. of the, considered one of the most difficult trail races in the world. I love documentaries, number one, and I love documentaries about the human spirit. Will spirit? Park. You want to watch the human spirit? Can we take a minute? If you guys do not already follow Jesse Itzler, you need to be following him. If you don't know what he did this weekend, he did something called Last Man Standing, which was this insane, insane race. There's the queen. Bye! Have Have a good good day! day. Love Love you! Have
1: a good day, brother!
0: Have a good day! Um, Okay, so he did this thing where... Uh, uh, Like, 125 people start this race. You have an hour to run 4.2 miles, but it's the most insane 4.2, like uphills, downhills, through the mountains, whatever. And whatever time you have between when you finish 4.2 miles and the end of the hour is your rest period. So maybe it's 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever.
1: He got done with, like, 5 minutes to spare every Every single time. time.
0: He ran 80 miles In 20
1: straight hours. 20
0: straight hours, no sleep. Go watch, his wife is Sarah Blakely, who is the creator of Spanx. Go watch her Insta stories, the, um, what's it called? The circle at the top, the, the
1: the stories. No,
0: but it's like like saved highlights, Highlights. the highlight of his race. We're like legitimately crying that you can uh, watching someone who is so tired, who is so, and it is literally just the human will, mind over matter. It is so, So stinking inspiring that I don't even know why I got on that subject. You got on that
1: because you're talking about the (coughs) the weird documentary documentary watch that was crazy. It's on
0: Amazon Prime. It's called Barkley. It's this crazy, crazy race. Um, But again, another great testament to human willpower. I just love it. I think labor for women so often is... I I think I might have said this last week it is that is such a testament of willpower and mind over matter and what you have to do to bring new life into this world and I don't think women give themselves credit enough for what an it just an insane incredible gift powerful thing to draw strength from like I feel like women are like oh I I did that you know that was part of my life like it's just like a regular no like you grew a baby which even that is in Almost impossible. Like it's crazy, and then you push it. You push this baby, this giant baby head out of this tiny little hole, and it's so hard. It is. And I mean, what's anyway? Here's the thing. Oh, we I, did watch Iron Cowboy too. Thank you for that. We oh did yeah. Watch Iron Cowboy.
1: That was crazy too. I will say, I had this crazy epiphany this weekend because we were a weekend removed from having climbed the mountain, which was, by the way, organized by Jesse Itzer. yeah and. The, the epiphany that I had is that I don't think that we, I know this is for, true for myself, and I think it's true, frankly, for a lot of us. I don't think that we push ourselves to see how much we can accomplish, because when you realize how much you can actually do, then choosing to do less than you can is you choosing to stay in a mediocre station in life. Yeah. So I, every single weekend, <laughs> tended to run about five miles or so, or six miles or so on my like longer run days. And I went to go run on Saturday, and I realized that I was about to take on a 50 or so minute run when I just came off of a weekend where I did... 13 consecutive 90 minute hardest workouts of my life. And so it changed the way I was thinking about how I needed to show up for my run. And so I ended up running eight miles on Saturday and I woke up on Sunday and I said, you know what? I know that I can do that again. I know that I can because last weekend I climbed up this mountain 13 times. I pushed myself as hard as I possibly could. I survived. I feel great for having done it. I'm going to run eight miles again. And on Monday morning, I woke up and I said, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to run eight miles again. And I ended up running 25 miles this weekend. And I did it because I had proof that I could push myself beyond what I thought was possible previously. And now that I was with that knowledge... I had to act on it in a way that said, I'm not going to just mail it in. I'm not going to just do what I previously did. And for me, eight became the new five. Like my previous five is now eight. And it's what I'm going to do every single time we go out there. And I would encourage you, even though it's going to stink when you realize how much you can possibly do. Because once you know that, you actually have to do something with it. Push yourself to figure out how much you can do so that it changes the way your brain (laughs) processes what you believe to be possible.
0: Leslie just signed up for her first 5K, guys. Give it up for Leslie. Come on, Leslie. Let's go. Um, There is... If you guys didn't listen to last week's episode of the Rise podcast, I talk about the fear of success. And this was a question that for almost a year, people had been sending me notes and asked if I would do a podcast about the fear of success. And one of the things I talk about in that is why we don't, as humans, pursue the next level. And I think... For some people, it's, we don't pursue the next level because if, once you've achieved something, once you've achieved something hard, once you've achieved something you didn't think you could do, when you get to that place, it's hard to push yourself beyond because now you know how hard it's going to be. Now you know, it's like Dave's saying, like, now you know that you, you have a new standard. You have a new floor. But it's also because you know how hard it was to train just to get to that thing. And if you level up from here, you know what it's gonna take. And so on the, the sucky part is that people will self-sabotage What could be the next level of their greatness? What could be, and by the way, this looks different for all of us, but (laughs) you know what the next thing, like, you know, if you have potential, you know that there's a calling on your heart, you know that you could put more in. And in fact, I'm positive that of the, you know, 6,000 people who are watching this right now, you guys have a stirring on your heart or you wouldn't be here. We don't tend to attract a crowd of people who are happy with complacency. We tend to attract a crowd of people who want to level up. So if you know somewhere in your heart, man, I'm not giving what I really could. Or I think I can run that 5K. I think that I can get out of debt. I think that I can work on my marriage. I think that like this is a gift and you have to do something with the potential that you are hearing on your heart because it's there for a reason. And it being hard is not it like, it is the excuse that most of our culture will cling to. It's too hard. Yeah. It's too difficult. But by it the sucks.
1: way, like, it being hard is also a mental block. Mm-hmm. You have decided that it is hard because you've decided that you cannot do something. And once you prove that, in fact, you can do it, it takes that excuse away. It takes the, like, I can't part of your vernacular and throws it to the side so that you can go and do whatever it is that you think you can't do. Go do it so you can show yourself that you can. And by the way, there's a chance that you'll go to try and do it and fail. And failing is a thing that you can see as being for you as well. You're going to fail and learn so that you can grow. If you're not in that position, you're just not going to actually end up becoming a better version of yourself. You cannot level up.
0: Someone just said, do you ever do double workouts? So there are two times that I will do two days. One is if I'm like when I was prepping for rise, which it involves so much time for me on stage and really requires a ton of energy. then I will, I'll go up to two a day workouts just to really get that stamina strong. Uh, the other time that I will do two workouts in a day is, um, There are definitely times where you get home and you're having a really hard day, you're super stressed out about something or you're feeling anxious or whatever, and the option would be to have a drink. And the wiser, better for me, better for all the people concerned option is to go work out. And so I'll work out instead of that. Not all the time. I definitely enjoy my my vodka and Lacroix, uh, but there are times when it's the kind of stress that I know if I did a workout would really lower that cortisol and help me get into the right frame of mind and so I'll do two workouts in a day.
1: You know one of my favorite parts of this weekend was? What? There was a point yesterday where the kids were playing and we were just lounging, and by lounging I mean I was doing some book edits and you were working on your screenplay. Ray Ray Hollis comes in and sits next to me in our room and she is writing this, screen pre- this screenplay, and I'm, I'm paying attention to my work and working, and she's doing her thing, and all of a sudden I hear uncontrollable laughter. Like, she has written down a word, or a string of words, that are so funny that she's made herself cackle, well, and then the cackle me. turned into a snort. Like, that must be good work. I don't
0: know if it is good, but I feel like if you are writing a comedic screenplay and you're not laughing at the things you're what writing... What are you even doing what here? What are you even trying to do? No, I'm,
1: I'm telling you, I thought it was amazing. It's I was probably like, yes. garbage,
0: but I think it's hilarious, so <laughs> that's what matters to me. I thought
1: it was fantastic.
0: And when is the screenplay going to be done, honey?
1: Friday
0: Friday Friday is Rachel Hollis the has
1: just said I'm gonna do a screenplay I'm gonna write it by Friday she started a week ago and has given herself two weeks well, and it's to like be honest yo, I
0: started about four years ago either way. talking about it and then at way. the beginning of this year I said by the end of 2019 the screenplay will be done I've been writing it in my head and then every once in a while I would go in and kind of putter with it but <clears throat> the way I have always been successful as a writer we talk about this in coaching some people are a scalpel. And some people are a meat cleaver. Some people are scalper that they do little intricate, you know, cuts. I am a meat cleaver. I like whack the crap out of it. So how I do best is with batch work, do it all at once, very intense, get it done, get that first draft done, which is a total piece of garbage, but you can't create anything great if you don't have a foundation. And right now I'm building a foundation. I just prefer to build a foundation aggressively, quickly, get it done. Good work. That's
1: what I'm doing. Uh, I put up the Rise Business trailer today. I just want people to go and witness the greatest creation from our creative team in the history of time. I threw out this challenge of, could you please tell these humans on the internet about the greatest conference that we will ever throw with the greatest assemblage of humans teaching on the thing that they are expert at? Mm -hmm. Think... Fast and the Furious, think Ocean's 11, think the Avengers, think Justice League, all go these watch
0: it. it's Just hilarious. go
1: watch the trailer, the please. Hilarious. Here's the thing, the event is better than the trailer, which will seem impossible because the trailer is one of the things that I am proudest of in my entire life. Wow,
0: that is aggressive and
1: I like the trailer more than two of my four kids
0: on Thursdays. You're going to get notes. You're going to get notes. (laughs) Uh, Someone just said, did you learn to write the screenplay from the internet as well? Yes, I did. And I also read a bunch of books on how to write a screenplay over the last six months. This one is the one that's on my desk called Save Save the the cat. Cat. Uh, What is that? Save the Cat, the idea is that every character has to have some redeeming quality, even the bad guys. So you have to show the character saving the cat, helping the old lady walk across the street, talking to small children, whatever. But it just broke it down in a way. um, There's like a whole, like I broke down my screenplay beat for beat. This is my magic list. Uh, So, one way or another, it's going to be done on Friday, and we will see if it's great or terrible. Probably terrible.
1: Can we do a sound off, honey?
0: Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. four. Give us a heart or a thumbs up if you have done your start today journal work today. If you don't know what we're talking about, Uh, we have a practice here at Hollis Company that starts every single day with intention. Where am I going? What are the goals that I'm going to achieve and gratitude? We put that into the start today journal, which you can find out more about on Hollisco.com. Or if you don't want to buy a journal, but you want to do the practice, go listen to episode 72 of the Rise podcast and you can um, listen to me talk you through the whole process.
1: Last five minutes of the start today morning show. This is the show that you're watching that no one is talking about. (coughs) Somebody just asked, Dave, did you do your own edits? The way that a book edit works First, you have a couple of humans that go through what they call story edits. They tell you, hey, I don't understand this, I wish you could do that. Then you get to the end of story edits and then you go to copy edits. And copy edits is where I'm at right now and that is, you didn't punctuate this correctly, you shouldn't have indented here. Would you think about maybe not using the word show up? I mean, literally, the word show up I used 9,000 times in 61,000 words, so I had to change every show up. But uh, I'm going through that, and I just turned it in last night, so I'm very, very excited about that. Ooh,
0: I love this. Lynn just finished day 137 of her journal. Lynn, what
1: is up? Uh,
0: Good job. Green smoothie still, no. So I'm working. We both work with a nutritionist, and I changed my diet up, uh, so I don't do the smoothie now, but I hope that I get to bring it back at some point. Um, are your ten dreams the same every single day in the Start Today Journal, or just a few? Yeah, it's the same every single day until I achieve the dream that I'm talking about. The only thing that adjusts is maybe the language and how I write it so that it can become clearer.
1: I changed the language in mine just this last week. I got way more specific. So instead of saying like one of them I've talked we about before.
0: Add, ask th- Poor Christy keeps asking this. When are the last 90 days start today journals going to be available, honey? They are going
1: on sale September 6th. That's I think this week, in fact, oh. because today's the third. Holy so smokes. Friday.
0: If you well, so we have the sign-ups for last 90 days, right?
1: So yeah. Tell the
0: deal with this. So
1: basically, you're gonna have an opportunity to sign up for last 90 days. It's a free program that we're gonna have a bunch of cool curriculum with, and it'll help with all of us in the community. Finishing the last ninety days is Strong as we usually hope to start the first 30 and in signing up it's gonna give you the opportunity to buy this last 90 days journal or frankly any journal we have in inventory instead of 24 dollars for just 14 because we would like to have everybody in the community doing this last 90 days work that includes the last 90 days journal work so Uh, We are yeah, we're working on being able to ship to places outside of the United States. We are doing all of the things so uh, Get ready for Friday. You can sign up for last 90 days if you signed up for last 90 days last year Do you have to sign up again? Yes. you sure do. Yep. We want to make sure that we know uh, Everything we can of how to make tools available to you So there's a little bit of a prompt that exists. It'll it'll change your April
0: just said it's hard to find what you're grateful for April That is mindset completely There are so many people right now, whatever's going on in your life, whatever season you're in, however hard it feels, there are people praying for the things you are taking for granted right now. It is not hard to find things to be grateful for if you are looking for them all day long. All day long, look for simple things. People think that gratitude practice has to be some big grandiose thing. For me, it's someone let me in into traffic, or my husband brought me a cup of coffee, or I saw a beautiful sunset, or my seven-year-old told a joke that was like so stupid, but he thought it was funny, and that's precious, and so I'm laughing. Like, look for gratitude. If you look for gratitude, you will find it. If you're struggling to find things to be grateful for, it's because you are wearing not rose-colored glasses, you are wearing some like gray, dark glasses that see everything around you as bad or wrong. And it's just a habit. And a lot of people, you're not alone. It's just a habit. You are in the habit of only seeing the negative. And so you need to shift your perspective to looking toward the positive. Uh, Okay, a couple more questions. Can you put old episodes on the Start Today podcast? Yes, they will come at some point. You may have
1: noticed yesterday's podcast was, in fact, a replay from January. So we are going to try on the days that we aren't doing lives. Like, you know, I'm going to guess the weekends. We're going to start doing some older episodes as well. So...
0: Uh, so, today's episode, guys, I want to make sure you hear this. Today's episode of Rise Cat. Well, hello. Hello. Rise Podcast is fire. I interviewed Ken Coleman, who's the host of one of my favorite podcasts, Entree Leadership from Dave Ramsey's company. And we talk about proximity as a book called Proximity Principle. And we talk about how important it is to surround yourself with the kind of people and the kind of places that will help you become the person you want to be. We talk about burnout. He is so tactful, he gives such great advice. This is an episode you wanna to listen to with a notebook because there is mad crazy wisdom. I could've talked to him for three hours. So if you've not listened to today's episode, make a point of grabbing that while you're on the commute, while you're in the car, waiting to pick up the kids at school. It is a really, really good one. Uh, do you Where do you sign up for the last 90 days? There'll be an email, sign up later this week. We will blast it all over um, our social, so don't worry, you'll see it when it happens. Um, when does your health book come out? 2021. 2021. So we still got a we got an idea. Um lots of I've seen this question a few times. a podcast about anxiety and vertigo. There is more than one podcast on Rise about anxiety. So go scroll through and find that episode. I don't know the number off the top of my head. Uh there's also, if you haven't read that chapter in Girl Wash Your Face, you can get the book at your local library and read up all about it.
1: Girl Wash Your Face was only eight dollars and seventy-eight cents yeah, on Amazon. On sale. I mean, if you haven't read it, this is the time because it's almost free.
0: Yeah. When is <laughs> uh, <Windows laughs> Rise in San Diego? That's in June.
1: It's in June. The tickets are going on sale in about a month. We'll let yep. you know about that.
0: Uh, Rise Together course it's is coming. coming when we can. It's going to come in the like time. the
1: earlier part of 2020.
0: Uh, business conference in 2020, yes, but that's over a year and a half away. So if you want a business conference, I would focus in on the one that is in November and is going to be fire and super duper amazing. Uh, can you share some
1: of the goals that you put into your Start Today journal? I write. The Hollis Company employs 1,000 employees. We're at 46. So we got some time to go. I write down, I do not drink alcohol for a year.
0: Yeah. How many months are you in?
1: uh, I'm a little more than five months in. Yay. So I got a little more than seven months left before I can be a dream catcher over here.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I write down that the foundation that we have gives away $10 Well, no, I said $2 million for this year. I used to say $10 million overall. Uh, but I, I get specific. Yeah. What are the things that you want to see come together and in the unconscious of your mind, your brain will start trying to figure out the clues to make it happen.
0: Absolutely. Guys, it is Tuesday. If you, are, uh, if you had the day off yesterday, then you got four days to make this week matter. Uh, if you worked yesterday, well, heck, it's still Tuesday. You need to do something. Hey, we, Kate. Yep. Yeah.
1: That's fire. I mean, what? it is fire. She said, please don't say fire. So now I got to say fire. It's just fire. Fire, 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 Kate,
0: fire, it's fire. Hey, Kate, if you want to have your own morning show, you can use Start whatever on. You want. And on that note, we will see you tomorrow, guys. Have a great day. See ya. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram. On basically every channel we have.
1: Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine.
0: Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman.
1: The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouch and Kevin Westlake.
0: With production help from Nicole Fisher.
1: And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.